everybody. Welcome back to this week's episode of Hustle Culture Dropout. I am your host, Chastity Campbell, and I am here today with my friend and amazing accountability coach, Ashley Carlotta. She is a certified accountability health coach and a group fitness trainer, and she has a very incredible outlook that I love so much about like approach to physical self-care and you promote the idea and the possibility of loss and exercise without being on a diet. And I love that so much. And so Ashley is going to share with us all sorts of wonderful tips and tricks and talk to us about her personal philosophy and how she got started. And so Ashley, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started on this journey? Yeah, Chas. Well, thank you so much for having me. Mm -hmm. You know, what I was thinking about today is it was a year ago that we met, actually. Yes. I know. Like it was February. We had both booked a business retreat and we had no idea like who was going to be going to this business retreat in California. And Chastity right. and I ended up being on the same flight, literally the same flight. Yeah. <laughs> so I, cool. and, and you're in McKinney too. Like we had the Texas like connection right. and right. then yeah, being on the same flight. So that was yeah. amazing. Okay. So backstory, I didn't like grow up thinking I was going to be a health coach. <laughs> I don't even think that was a thing. <laughs> Back when I was six years old is my first memories of being unhappy with my body. I had to be in this nutcracker show and I had to wear a leotard and tights. And I remember crying, not wanting to go out there, telling my mom, Uh you know, like that was the first time that I had started comparing myself to other little girls, realizing that I was heavier than others. And just the ups and downs of my childhood, my teenage years, it just was awful for me as far as I didn't, I didn't like the way that I looked. My mom would order me clothes from the JCPenney catalog, the plus size. I remember mm-hmm. when you had to order from catalogs. Yeah. <laughs> and very early on, I started dieting. I probably read it in a people magazine or a self magazine somewhere that you need to count your calories. And, you know, the slim fast ads would come on the commercials mm-hmm. and stuff. And I begged my mom to get me some fl- slim fast shakes. I had no idea what I was doing. I would have one like in the morning and then I would have one for lunch. And let's say it was a Friday. I clearly would be starving by dinner. And so I'd be like, Mm -hmm. well, I didn't eat anything all day. So I'm just going to have a bunch of pizza. And then I would go overboard with eating. So none of it made sense. Just very insecure and always comparing like what I was eating to what my friend would be eating. For example, like once we started driving, it's like we'd go to Taco Bell or Jack in the Box. Like, why was I always so much more hungry than other people? And why was I eating more? And little did I know at the time that I was, it was an emotional eating response. You know, Mm -hmm. a lot of the way that I coped with things was from eating. Uh, I grew up dancing. And another thing that was a trigger for me was when I wanted to take my ballet classes to point. And I was told that I needed to lose 10 pounds before I could do point. And again, it was like, okay, I have to go on a diet. So fast forward, like to my wedding day, I still didn't feel like I had lost enough weight for that. And I just remember I was trying to cut calories, cut calories, cut calories to get down to where I wanted to be. After I had my first son, 
which I had been the heaviest I had ever been. Well, I weighed in right before I had him at 200 pounds. Now, granted, I lost, you know, that little baby and like Mm -hmm. some water weight, but I never fully got down to where I wanted to be before I got pregnant again. And I just, oh, I felt so gross. You know, moms, like when, after you've had your babies and you're like sweaty and you just feel gross, I just felt extra, extra gross. So after I had my second baby, I was so done with just going on a diet and failing again and mm-hmm. again and again. I was tired of it. So I was like, let I need to try to do something differently this time. So instead of counting calories, I started counting macros for this first time. And I didn't work with anybody with anyone specifically. I just was doing a lot of education on my own. And I was mm-hmm. also, I had made some new friends now that I had had kids. And I was just wondering, like, how did you get your baby weight off? Like, how are you staying in shape? What are you eating? And so I think for the first time, because these were my newer friends, that I felt like I could be a little bit more open with them. Because my other friends, it's like if they only knew all of those like thoughts that had been spiraling out of my head about my body for so many years, it was almost like too late to talk about it with yeah, them. So let me right. let me open it up for the new friends. And so slowly but surely, it, it was, I, t- I gave myself an entire year. Like for the first time I wasn't wanting to lose weight super fast. I got down to my goal weight, which I'm five, four. And so like 135 to 140 is always where I wanted to be, but I had never got there without gaining the weight back. Well, I maintained mm-hmm. that for two solid years. And then after that, we decided to have another child. And I was like, kind of terrified. Cause I'm like, I feel really good. Like for the first time, I just like, I feel like I could go in my closet. I could wear whatever I want without feeling insecure and stuff. So after I had my third baby, it was one of those things where I, I knew exactly what I needed to do to lose the weight and to lose the fat and all that, all that stuff. But since I didn't have eyes on me, it was like, well, I have this party coming up, so I'm just going to wait until then. Or I would mm-hmm. mess up. I'd be like, I'm going to do really good. And then Thursday I'd go for a girl's night and then I'd be like, well, okay, well, I'm just going to, I'll start again on Monday. So I ended up signing up for this accountability challenge at my gym and it ended up being terrible. Like I thought somebody was going to be checking in with me like daily and stuff, but it was really like just a once a week, like, so how are you doing? And yeah. I needed, <laughs> I needed so much more than that. So I started sharing my journey on Instagram. I made it private at first, like just to my friends. I was sharing what I was eating, when I was doing my workouts, how much water I was drinking, and just I needed there to be somebody watching what I was doing to actually do it. I would do mm-hmm. weigh in Wednesdays. I took my before pictures. And then before I knew it, people were like, You should, you should totally help me. Like, what are you doing? What diet are you on and stuff? And so I made my profile public after I started helping my friends like for free. And then people actually reached out to me and asked if they could pay me to help them. So here I was like, you're like, sure, I'll take your money. Give me all your money. (laughs) I know. I was like, there has to be something to this. So from there I went and got my health coaching certificate. I went through a year of training and quite honestly, from my trial and error, I knew a lot already, but I kind of mm-hmm. felt like I needed to get like a sort of certification behind my name to be real, you know? Right. Right. So, yeah. And then here I was and it, it developed into a business. And so what I primarily specialize in is accountability and keeping women consistent on their health journey. Cause oftentimes, a lot of times we know what to do, but women specifically, men also too, I work with men, but 
women want, they want quick. They're like, tell me what to do so that I can just do it and I can get to like my goal faster. And so I'm always like, hold on, hold on. What do you really want? Do you want lasting change or do you just want that quick thing so you can lose weight for your vacation and then you're going to have to do it all over again? Right. Um, and so I think consistency and accountability is what's missing for most people. And so that's what I help with, like planning ahead and all of that. I love that. And because I feel like that method, as with so many things in life, right. is that's something that's sustainable. Like I actually went through your program and had contacted you and worked with you. And that was that is one of the things is that when you – when you actually learn and you have the foundation of somebody checking in, it wasn't just you checking in. It was actually your education and saying, you know, like teaching, like teaching me, like you need to eat protein in the morning. Like you were so good about being like, get your protein in, have your fat. Like if you're going to eat a carb, make sure you have a protein with it. Like you were so good about like educating and that was th- those that was things that i felt like it wasn't like it was so different from just being on a diet because i'm like yeah everybody knows like if you need to be in a calorie deficit right like you you know if you're going to lose weight like that's all you hear about well okay that's simple math but that doesn't it's as soon as you start eating more calories <laughs> you're going to gain weight back like right. so it's whenever you were teaching it it was like you were actually educating me on things that I have, like, I still remember and I carry with me even after we stopped working together, which helps make that whole program sustainable because it's really not like, it's not a diet, it's a lifestyle. And that's what, and you're just kind of adding like these other components to it, the accountability, you know, right. That help that I feel like is so different from everything else that we hear. Yeah. And I mean, I primarily work with women who are very busy and like you, like sometimes, you know, I'd have to remind you to eat. And oftentimes I was telling you to eat more. I wasn't telling you to eat less. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah. And making sure that you were getting your workouts in consistently and nothing crazy. Right. You can do in like 15 or 20 minutes, just making sure that you're prioritizing that time because it's not just about losing weight, you want to lose fat and you want to do it simultaneously. So you have to get those workouts in and then you have to make sure that you have the proper nutrition to fuel your body to actually lose fat. Cause if you lose mm-hmm. weight, okay, great. But you're not going to feel better about your body. You're not going to feel strong. You're not going to feel tone. And so it's got to go together. And so that's why I offer so many layers of accountability. I have some people who are like, I'm really good at working out, but then I just mm-hmm. eat like crap after. So, okay, let's mm-hmm. just hone in on the nutrition. And then I have right. people who eat pretty well. Quite honestly, they don't eat a lot or overeat at all, but they're not exercising. And so I just, mm-hmm. it's, it's very, very personalized yes, to the yeah. person and, and making sure that you're thinking ahead. Cause like with any goal that you have in mind, you can't just wing it. You can't wake right. up in the morning and totally wing it. Now, does that come with time? Yeah. I mean, sometimes I wake up and I have no idea what I'm doing, right? But for the most part, mm-hmm. I have to make sure that I have some things in my fridge that I can go to. Right. And now that I'm doing a lot of fitness coaching too, like I have to make sure that I'm fueling my body so that I can get through that day. Otherwise, I'm going to totally crash. So that's exactly. what I help with because people they get really overwhelmed with planning because I think so many of this like Pinterest stuff and we think with meal planning, like it has to be like some drawn out thing that you do on Sunday and you're doing all this prepping. And I mean, I personally would never do that because I mean, 
that just, again, it feels overwhelming. So as long as you're Mm -hmm. thinking like two to three days in advance and you could throw in a grocery order at any time, or another thing that, you know, I help with, it's like, if you're going out, like, how can I be successful going out? Or if I'm stopping by the grocery store on my lunch, or I find myself in a Chick-fil-A line, it's like, how can I still be successful here? And again, not feeling like I just have to get the side salad. Right. (laughs) And and eat like a rabbit. Like what's that going to do? You're going to be hungry in two seconds and then go somewhere else and get a milkshake. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Well, and, and that was something too, that I felt like was really unique is while backing up a minute, like it truly is the fact that it's so personalized, I feel like is such an asset to the program and what your philosophy is. Because when you sit and you think about it, I I can give general like well-being or self-care tips and say like, this is what works for me. Like I I do this or I do this or I do this. But the, the fact of the matter is, is that we're all at different in different seasons of our lives. We all, you know, like my kids are older, so I might have a little more time to like take a longer walk or to, you know, go to an actual yoga class or something. Whereas somebody who has little toddlers running around might only have like 15 minutes where they have to like incorporate their exercise like with their children. And so you do like a really great job of of that and I feel like that is something that people sort of need to realize is that we are so focused on looking at what everybody else is doing and then feeling like this is exactly what I need to do. And if I do not do it exactly like Ashley does it or exactly like Chastity does it or whatever, then somehow I am not doing it right. Like there's, there's a right for you. Like there, you know, and so I feel like that is just such an important message to, I mean, in all aspects of things, but in, in especially when it comes to like just taking care of yourself is that we're going to like different things. I mean, you would give me workouts like on Sundays and I loved it because I told you initially, like, this is what I normally do. Like, this is what, like, I normally like ride my Peloton or I normally like do these things. And you would incorporate those in because you knew that I liked them, but you also put other things out there and I tried other things. And Mm -hmm. there were things that I didn't even know that I would like. And so, I mean, it was great because I felt like, oh, if I went to a gym, I would be like stuck in this, like I would be on the treadmill and then, or I would be stuck in this, like one particular class where everybody is doing the exact same thing. And so I love that part. And it, it is like, your your self-care program, your physical activity, your what you're eating, like that's all needs to be so personalized. And so yeah. working with somebody like you is so, I mean, it just helps so much to have that personalization. I appreciate that so much. Thank you for saying that. Because I really do think that support just goes a long way. And having that daily support and somebody that you Mm -hmm. know is going to check in with you. It puts a little pressure on you, but then it also knows that you feel supported in however your day goes. Cause not every day is going to go as planned and back to not comparing yourself to other people. I think this is important too, because a lot of times people are going to start like a certain plan, right? And it's like, Mm -hmm. okay, the plan calls for you eat this on these days and you're going to work out on these days and it has to be this. So then you fall off the plan And it's like, well, okay, now I'm not doing anything. And so I really help people get out of the all or nothing mentality. I, that's dear to my heart because 
I feel like that's how I was for so many years. I would be, I was either on and I was working on myself and my health. And again, it was usually only geared towards weight loss versus like now, now that I have three kids and I'm managing a business and all of these things, it's like, it's truly for my self-care. Like now I'm doing mm -hmm. it because I want to feel good. I want to feel strong. I want to have energy, but to be on and then off, you know, we hear how people in December, it's like, well, I haven't worked out since Thanksgiving and now it's January. And I'm like, no, like if, even if you're not getting to the gym and you're not getting to your hour workouts, that doesn't mean that you can't go for a 10 minute walk or throw on a 10 minute YouTube right. video. And so I can help you if you're like, you know what, shit, I totally forgot to put out salmon that I was going to make today. All right. Well, what do you have? You have some beans, right. <laughs> like let's throw right. something together and just give you ideas on how you could don't have to throw in the towel and drive through Brahms or McDonald's and, and just be like, eh, I'll try again tomorrow. Cause I want you to feel confident when your head hits the pillow. Like, you know what? Today wasn't perfect, but for the most part, like I made good choices and I'm going to feel good when I wake up. Right. Right. Exactly. And I feel like, like you actually, I just shared it on my Instagram stories tonight because you had posted something on Instagram earlier about like just the differences in that, like very black or white mentality, like the very all or nothing mentality. And I am 100% guilty of that. Like it's, if I fall off the wagon, I'm like, well, I might as well take three weeks off. <laughs> Yeah, and, you know, and so it's so, you know, like I, I immediately give myself permission to just fall off and you had put something up, you know, about that. And it was like, well, if you can't drink, you know, like a hundred ounces of water, try drinking 60 or whatever. Right. And I love that so much because I have talked over and over again, and I have really adopted this mindset in the last like year to 18 months that consistency doesn't have to be every day 100%. Consistency can still be, I am showing up for me 85% of the time, four times a week. Like that's still consistent. I consistently know that I'm in a workout two times a week. As yeah. so many people think like, oh, well, if I'm going to be consistent, I have to be perfect. Mm -hmm. Like they equate this. And then if you're not, well, then you know, shit hits the fan, right? Like you're yeah. just like, well, I've done nothing. I'm a giant failure instead of just re reframing that. And so I always have to like, in my mind, I like replay this where I'm like consistence equals persistence. Like consistence so is just being persistent about the goal. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be every day and it doesn't have to be a hundred percent. If I'm drinking 60 ounces of water as opposed to a hundred ounces of water, which maybe a hundred is my goal. But if I've done 60, that's a hell of a lot better than zero. Yeah. And you know, two Cokes. <laughs> so right. There's another thing that I posted on Instagram a while back too, and other people have posted things similar too, where it'll show you trying to be consistent in eating healthy. So it shows salad, 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 and then it'll show pizza, ice cream, cupcakes, beer, whatever, right? Because right. sometimes we try to restrict so much and try to be too perfect, and then it totally backfires because you know you're mm -hmm. going to have cravings when you try to cut back too much. And so- we also, my clients and I, we're incorporating having those foods that you also like, but how do we do that in a way that feels moderate to where you can still see your goals? Like you can still have pizza, but should you have four slices in one setting? Probably not. Right. And I think we all know that, right? Right, exactly. But there's a piece of us who, when we're trying to cut back, all of a sudden we're feeling a little bit guilty about having the pizza 
So then we just go into that notion of like, well, okay, well, I'm just going to have as much as I want right now because then I'm going to put it away. I'm not going to have any at all. Exactly. And so we just get into that cycle and I was there. I get it. And so I really talk women through this mindset of, you know. Right. Yeah, no, I agree because I can remember there have been there really only been a couple times in my life where I've had to like really buckle down and I'm like, I have a significant amount of weight to lose. And the first time I ever went through through that, I very much had this mentality of, well, I have a cheat day. Like you have a cheat day, you know, like, okay, I'm gonna have a cheat day. And on that cheat day, I'm literally going to eat like a year's worth of fucking pizza. Like I am eating a whole pizza because I'm not going to get it. Like I'm not getting it again for six more days. So I have to eat and never, I would not, had I reframed that and thought to myself or had somebody to say to me, like, are you really hungry for that entire pizza? Or are you actually only hungry for one single piece of pizza, right? Like you want to like have that craving or you want to feel that like indulgence and like actually maybe listening to yourself and your body and what your body, because I mean, your body will tell you what you need if you listen to it. And if you can actually like tune in and be self-aware enough, which I think a lot of us just are not, it's really like you have to acquire that ability to do that. But if you actually stop and and think and feel and think, am I even hungry right now? Or am I just eating out of boredom or because I'm emotional or because I know I can't have this again for six days? Mm -hmm. You know, it's the same. I've heard a lot of people, like a lot of people are talking about, you know, they were, when they were doing dry January and it was, there was a lot of talk about like, is it better to just like completely like quit alcohol and then like binge, like you're binging, like you're just getting wasted. You're getting blackout drunk. Like that's mm-hmm. not good for you either. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. so it's almost like, yeah, finding a way to incorporate that into your lifestyle, knowing that you're going to want to eat pizza someday or a taco or whatever it is. Yeah. And I mean, it's kind of like if you're at work too, and somebody brings in donuts, right? And let's say you mm. already had like a good filling breakfast or whatever that is. Sometimes we just choose to eat something because it's there, not because we really want it. And in the intuitive eating program that I did, we did a little bit of an experiment with women too. It's like, okay, tomorrow I want you to have a dessert. I want you to grab your dessert, but I want you to have no distractions because oftentimes we have distractions. We don't even know that we're eating it. And then here we are grabbing another chocolate or whatever it is. So Mm -hmm. what I had them do is take one bite of whatever this yummy dessert is that they wanted put their spoon down or put it away, give themselves 10, 20 seconds, take in the flavor, now have another bite. And then after that third bite, ask yourself if you're really wanting more of that or if you're like, I feel really good. Like I got to taste my favorite treat. And so more often than not, they said, honestly, after like three or four bites, as I was going slow with it, I totally felt satisfied. But we live in a world where we're like this and we don't even know what we're shoveling in our face. And Right. Oftentimes you have no idea how much you've, how much you've eaten already. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And so the, what do you, how do you feel? I mean, I, I basically already know the answer to this, but I would like to sort of touch on it, I guess, is that I feel like also there is this mindset around the fact that certain foods are bad. 
-hmm. you know, like, oh, you know, like assigning this negative connotation to like chocolate is bad or candy is bad or sugar Mm -hmm. is bad or carbs are bad. And then I feel like that only plays into I, I mean, I, I can really only speak for me, but I feel like other people could relate is that that you then have to deprive yourself of that. And so mm-hmm. then we, again, when you get the opportunity to eat it, you want to eat all of it, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I think like, don't you feel like if you took away some of that, like this is bad or this is good situation, that would be really helpful. Yeah. It's just like, how can we incorporate the foods that you really like? Now we all know things that are more high caloric or not as good for us that have more sugar and things like that. Like we know, like as adults, we're educated on for the most part, what things are better for us than others. However, Mm -hmm. it comes back to your choices, right? It always comes back. Sometimes when, when clients first start with me, they'll say, can I have a glass of wine tonight? And I'm like, Mm -hmm. do you, do you want a glass of wine tonight? Mm -hmm. All right. Well, let's see how we can incorporate. Like you're not going to go out to dinner and have the steak, the mashed potatoes, you know, and the dessert and the cocktails. So, so what do you want the most? And then allow yourself to have that, you know, and have Mm -hmm. a little bit of each. Yeah. Can, can I have mayo in my tuna? You can, Mm -hmm. here's Mm -hmm. a couple of alternatives. Why don't we try a few things? And if mayo is still the option that tastes best to you, then yeah, let's find a good brand that that tastes good for you. We'll go with like, you know, the primal or another one of those. But yeah, how can we incorporate the foods that you love in a way so that you are still in a calorie deficit and that you're still able to fuel your body with enough protein, carbs and fats? Like if you tell yourself you can't have something or that it's bad, bad, bad you're just going to want it more. I mean, right. you're literally just going to be thinking about that all the time. So yeah. It's like, it's like <laughs> legitimate, like FOMO. It's like, mm-hmm. this is what I'm missing. Like I am missing out on every good thing possible that I could put into my body. Yeah. Like I mean, pasta. Pasta is so huge. When I talk to people for the first time, they'll say, I'm nervous to do something like this. And you know, they think initially like a diet, I'm nervous mm-hmm. to do something like this because I really do like pasta. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. fantastic. I like pasta too, but that doesn't mean that we need to gorge on it. Like we're going to really help you figure out what, what a solid portion size for you. And so that you're not just filling up on carbs, but again, you're having those healthy fats and and the protein too. So it's all a balance. Like you really can Mm -hmm. eat anything you want. It's just, how are you going to balance that? And so that's what I teach. That's what I guide. And by the end, it's like, you just have a really good take on how to incorporate everything together so that you feel confident when you're eating instead of, instead of having to ask, Hey, can I have this? You know, yes, I can. And you kind of know about how much you can have, or you have to think through what else have I had today? Does that fit in, you know, to my day, depending on what your goal is and is your goal important to you? And why is your goal important to you? And reminding people when they feel like, Oh, I really wish I could have this and that I'm kind of feeling left out. And why is that? You know, like mm-hmm. maybe you've been depriving yourself a little bit more than if you feel like you can't have a piece of birthday cake because that should totally be able to fit into your day. Do you need a huge honk and slice of it? No, but you can have enough to it to feel like you're not left out and you can still right. lose weight. I promise you. Right, right. And I feel like so much, like once you actually start to understand that 
there is not a good food or a bad food. Their their foods are just different. Like they just have different nourishing factors yeah. to them. And once you like kind of let go of all of like the noise, the control too around food, I because it is tied. I feel like. I mean, there's a whole breakdown of things that you can think about of why why women in particular are so mindful of what we look like and and having the issues with our body. I mean, when you say like you were six years old, I, I, I mean, I think to myself, yeah, that's an incredibly young age to be aware of your body in that particular manner. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So many of us are. And I think like it once you, I mean, if you can actually like get and learn these concepts that you teach, how beneficial that is to your mental health. It, like it's not about just like I want to lose weight or I want to gain muscle or I mm -hmm. want to, you know, work out and and be this like incredible like triathlete or whatever yeah. it is. Like the if you can actually like grasp these concepts and learn how to just like have this be part of your lifestyle and remove the noise around food yeah. that happens for women and like the cycle of. I can't eat this because I'm going to look this way and I don't want to look that way. So I need to, I need to eat this instead. Mm -hmm. And it's a constant battle that, yeah. I mean, that I think, I feel like it, it can become so consuming. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I hear it with, I hear it every day with people that I work with. Like it, you know, it's like, what are you eating for dinner? What did you have for breakfast? Oh, here comes some cookies. I can't have the cookies. I don't want to have the cookies. Like we are all saying it. Like I walked by the cookies. I didn't have a cookie. Yay uh, me. And then it's like three hours later, like, oh, I had the cookie. Oh. And then you like go through this like self-loathing phase. And yeah. I'm like, if we could like actually let go of that and learn how to deal with that and like have just this better overall like viewpoint and mindset around food and our bodies, the, what it could do for our mental health, I feel like is astonishing. So I, that's why I feel like I mean, when, when I talk about self-care, I very much talk about self-care in a mental capacity, but there are seven different pillars to self-care and physical self-care is one of them, but it's because it all goes hand in hand and to be like holistically healthy and holistically mm -hmm. like happy all of these things play a role like and not only that but like when you're getting more sleep or when you're not depressed like you want you have more energy to work out you have more energy to like go on a walk like yeah. everything is like intertwined and that's why i just feel like just your program and your philosophy and how you approach it and you teach it i feel like is so beneficial to those of us who are not just wanting like the physical aspect of it, but we want like to be like holistically happy and healthy Yeah, and how they all can be like intertwined, you know? Well, and that's a lot of what my, my certification, like that we studied and stuff like, and, and all of it makes sense because it all goes together. But I mean, physical part is, is only a piece of the pie essentially. Mm -hmm. Right. And so a lot of the women that we talk to, like, as I'm coaching them through things, like there's things that are out of balance in their life. And so that's why they're turning to food or that's why mm -hmm. they're not doing certain things and making their self a priority because their world over here is out of control. 
Right. Mm -hmm. And so back to what you were saying about just being exhausted. Like I like, I I call it mental gymnastics. It's like, like my daughter is just doing flips all over. Right. And so we also get so concerned about what the scale says. It's like Mm -hmm. for some of us, and this used to be me. Now I really, really hone in on how my clothes are fitting, which is something Mm -hmm. that I should have done before, but before it was all about a numbers for me. And so it's like, you could be out with your girlfriends and, you know, let's say they're all getting appetizers and you're going to have to share stuff or whatever. And you're trying to be good. And then now all of a sudden you're like, what am I going to do? And they're going to judge me if I don't join in with them. Although you always have a choice. And so anyway, my point is, is you're just thinking all these thoughts in your head and it's like, just have some fries. It's going to be okay. Tomorrow's a new day. (laughs) Exactly. Like it is, it's like, it is legitimately, I mean, and I know this, I know, I mean, over the last year of, of like my own weight loss journey is just, it can be so repetitive. And so it's like, I wake up in the morning, I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh my gosh, well, I have to wear this. Well, this is a little snug today, but it's a, it was a little loose last week, but the point is it's snug today. So that's Mm -hmm. what I'm going to focus on. And it just, it just starts to consume you. And that just affects you in so many different ways. And and like, you like, I love that when it's just be like, oh, like just eat the fries. Like you will just literally be like much happier, like do it. And, And you just, start again the next day, you know, just like, move on. like each you know, meal I is mean, a choice. Like, give yourself some grace. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. And I do that too. I'm constantly saying like, look, you made like one little hiccup, like tomorrow's a right. new day. And then that's why having that accountability for several weeks in a row, it just gets you into those habits. Like you're going to have hiccups. You're going to have days where you're like, mm, today it did not go so well. Okay. Well, how can we plepper maybe how can we plan a little bit better tomorrow so that you can set yourself up so that you're not in that situation again, where you feel disappointed? Because ultimately it's about feeling good about yourself and your choices and feeling like I have a little bit of control in this. I'm not out of control. Right. 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 Exactly. And even, and focusing too, just on those like little wins, you know, like it isn't just about like that number on the, on the scale, like, you know, Oh, like my jeans fit or, not even that. Like I just like I slept better because I worked out. Like I was able to actually yeah. like fall asleep or mentally I like was able to focus more because, totally. you know, or my skin looks great because I'm hydrated. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. Like just like different, you know, parts of that, which I will say, like, you absolutely helped me so much in like my hydration journey. And I'm always, <laughs> always be like, you would like send those little like emojis, like the little water emoji, like yeah. reminding me like drink your water. And which at times I would be like, what the hell? Like, I know I have to drink water. Why are you sending me this? And then I'd be like, oh yes, because I actually hired her to tell oh, me this. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh, I'm sure. And I have a lot of like, it's funny, like partners too, like spouses and stuff will be like, are you going to send Ashley that you ate that right now? And like, and I'll be like the joke of the house, right? Or their kids will yeah. be like, hey, make sure that you take a picture of this mom or whatever. And so again, it's not about being obsessive about it, but mm-hmm. I feel like mindfulness is so huge in this game of yeah. being consistent. And so it just, it makes you think about things more. Like, am I just going to mm-hmm. eat the rest of the fish crackers that my kid didn't finish? Or am I going to grab that extra nugget? And then am I going to just call that my lunch? No, you're not. I'm going to be like, that is not enough lunch, you know? Right. And so exactly. just helping you through that and reminding you to eat on a schedule, you know, mm-hmm. I'd be like, Chastity, 
you didn't eat your yep. lunch yet. And granted, yeah. you know, sometimes you were busy and you couldn't right. yet, but. And, and that, but that is also the thing too, is that, yeah, genuine, you know, like people are genuinely busy, but I mean, you, we also have to have a little mindset shift in that and also be like, I deserve to have a break and yeah. eat a meal. You know, like I don't like there's literally nothing in my day to day life that is like hanging on by like a thread yes. if I like walk away for 30 minutes. Like there's nothing like I don't I'm not that important. Like I mean, people are going to live like we need yeah. to like really recognize like and I mean, that was the other thing that I started doing, too, is during that time was like I would actually like take a break and have lunch because mm -hmm. so often I would be like, oh, I'm just going to eat at my desk. And, you know, well, then you're, you're eating and you're not like, I mean, it's just mindless mm -hmm. and you're continuing to work and you don't get a break. And it's just overall, like, it's just not good for your like mental health either. Yeah. And so th having those reminders, like that accountability piece for people, just so if anything else, just like you just create the habit. So then yeah. when that accountability when that accountability piece is gone, you still have the habit. Like you Right. And that's I, what you almost know. everybody will say is like, you're still in my head. I still hear your voice and stuff. And so the reason for them maybe coming back is not because they don't know what to do, but sometimes there's seasons in life where it's a lot more difficult. Like say starting mm -hmm. a new job or the loss of a loved one. Like I've, after a miscarriage, like I've had people that come back to me and are like, I'm just, I feel like shit basically. And so mm -hmm. I just want that support again to remind me to take care of myself. Again, it's not yeah. that after they've finished that they don't know what they're doing. It's just, it's, it's like having that little angel on their shoulder to yeah, exactly. know, guide them in the right direction. So accountability exactly. has always done that for me. And that's why you know, I'm in that business group with you and, and everything. Mm -hmm. It's like, I, I, yeah. mean, I have to have accountability in my life to get stuff done. No, exactly. Exactly. It's, it's super beneficial. It's very <laughs> helpful. And it's just like, if nothing else, it's just nice to know that like somebody else is looking out for you because so often as women, we're doing like, we're the ones looking out for everybody else. Like we're the ones that are taking care of everybody else. So it's sort of nice to have somebody in your corner to be like, Hey, guess what? You need to eat. <laughs> guess I, what? Oh. You haven't drank any water today and that's bad for you. And that's you know, not because, good. Yeah. I mean, we, because we don't always have that piece, you know? And so it's nice to have somebody care about you and care about your health and care about and be invested in you and make sure that you're successful, you know? Yeah, I mean, and, that, and that understands that there are always going to be ups and downs. You're not going to mm -hmm. start a weight loss journey and then be successful every single week. It's not like a straight down diagonal line. Like right. there's ebbs and flows and you know that you'll start something and as soon as there's a little tweak and you're like, oh, I don't even know if this is working, we throw mm -hmm. in the towel. And so mm -hmm. I always tell my, you know, initial inquiry people that I talk to on the phone, like, I won't let you throw in the towel no matter what. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think that's yeah. important, as, you know, process. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I have loved chatting with you. Tell everybody what you have going on right now. Where can they find you? Do you have any like sort of programs or things that you're, you know, getting ready to kick off and sure. that they can, you know, join or you can offer to them and where can they find you and all the good stuff? 
Sure. I'm looking at my dates right here because I can't remember. Okay. So March 6th is our when our next clients can sign on for accountability mm-hmm. coaching. And you can either sign up for six weeks or 12 weeks. If you're interested and just want to see what our coaching looks like, go to betterhealthbyaccountability.com. And if you're really curious and you want to do a little trial on the website, you can click and do a three-day accountability trial. And I will send you meal options for breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, even desserts. And then I'll assign you a workout each day. And so we'll kind of do some correspondence and you can kind of see what it feels like to have, you know, someone in your corner. So I would love to chat with anybody who's interested and you can always find me on Instagram, better health by accountability. I'm on there doing weird dances and posting fun stuff. <laughs> you you are, you are. And also on TikTok. <laughs> yes. But I love it, but I love it. All right. Well, thank you so much, Ashley, for being with us. And it was great to catch up with you. I have definitely missed talking with you. So I loved being able to like catch up with you. And everybody, that is a wrap on this week's episode. Make sure that you are subscribing to the podcast, leaving a five-star review, doing all the things, and we will see you next week. All right, that's it for this episode of Hustle Culture Dropout. I'm your host and real-life bestie, Chastity Campbell. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast. Leave a five-star review if you loved it. Don't even bother if it's anything less than five stars. You can also follow me on socials at Chastity Campbell Co. or check out the website at chastitycampbell.com. Until next time, here's to living our most radically authentic and unapologetic lives. Thanks for listening.